Exit 52 podcast recapping a huge Ravens 16-14 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's your boy Banks here taking over, uh, I guess, main host duties as Taylor's got his hands full with uh, Maryland women's basketball playing UConn and also the Maryland men's basketball team playing a big game against Tennessee right now. So um, it's just Banks and RDT and I here. Um, Big time game, big time win by the Ravens. Uh, do you have any initial thoughts going out here? Because I have plenty, Eric. I'll let you get your words in first. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I was trying to think at times you were going to use the word rock fight in this because that's exactly uh, what this was. I, I was literally just... before I hit record, I was like, "All right, we're not going to use the word rock fight in the intro. <laughs> we're we're going to hold off on rock fight. We're keep it's, that it was just time. a rock fight. Like that's exactly <laughs> what it was, and and it turned into even more of a rock fight when when Tyler Huntley, you know, went out with that big hit that we were talking about before. Um, that, you know, we've talked a lot about wins where the Raven, the, the Panthers win, and and some of the other wins where it's like, yeah, they won. The Broncos win, where it's like, yeah, they won. But I wasn't very impressed. I was impressed with this win because again, it's like they. I mean, they they had the odds really stacked against them. I mean, I didn't. Trubisky had some awful, awful throws, but you know, I mean, he had him in position to to go down and win, and and give credit to Clay's Campbell for blocking that field goal. I mean, obviously that comes, that's huge, that's that's massive. Um, but you know, this this was a this was more of a game that the Ravens, I think, won because of the plays they made. You know, again, the, the Patrick Queen interception, which was eerily similar, I think, to the C.J. Mosley one versus Baker in Week Seventeen. You know, a couple years ago, where it's like. Kind of a, just a one hand extend yeah. back and and bring it home, um. You know, Roquan had a great pick and 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 again, I mean, Trubisky was trying to give that game away and and he eventually did. But Dobbins was awesome. Um, and people, I mean, you know, we tweeted the the clip of his long run and and you could see that he didn't look like his old self. But I mean, he showed some breakaway speed. Obviously, he didn't finish it. And does he finish that with a healthy knee? Probably. But it's like I I mean that was awesome to see. You know, that's that's the kind of stuff that you're hoping to see from a guy in his first week back from, you know, a minor, minor kind of knee, you know, cleanup from a major knee injury. So um, I, I think there's a lot of positives from this game. Again, even though they were down to, you know, Anthony Brown, a third string quarterback on the one yard line with like, Hey, have, here's your first NFL snap. So a lot of good came from it. Um, and again, I mean, this, this was a gutsy win again, over a team that is playing for nothing in the Steelers pretty much, but, the rivalry game, for, you know, I mean, we knew it was going to be close. You said it on on Wednesday, like whatever it is, hit the under, and it did, you know. So yeah. again, that's, I mean, again, you look at it now; they're nine and four, they're five and two away from from Baltimore, so they're sitting pretty right now. This was just such a, a just get this win any way possible. It was the game we thought it was, while it wasn't, you know, just because like all these random things happen, all these, which is quintessential Raven Steelers. It's like, mm-hmm. we're going to have an ugly football game. Some weird things are going to happen. Some big impactful plays are going to really decide the game. And that's exactly what it was this week. It was, it was three interceptions by the Ravens and a blocked field goal and being able to run the football way better than the Steelers. I think that's the story of the game is like between the tackles, the Ravens just bullied the Steelers. I, the, the rushing statistics, I mean, the Ravens only threw for 94 yards today. You're not going to mm-hmm. win many games in the NFL doing that. Usually if you do, it's because you run the ball so damn well, or you just get blown out. You just flat out stink. Um, 215 yards on the ground. 
Uh, J.K. Dobbins picking up the majority of that. Like you said, didn't quite have the speed burst, but he looked like himself inside the tackles. Like he was making himself small and finding the the little slits between the tackles and and getting extra three four yards. Like he he has a great ability to kind of take contact and fall forward or like fall on top of guys that are trying to take him down and get those extra couple yards. And those came up huge. I mean, I think that's the drive of the game there or uh, drive of the season to this point. Uh, I mean. You, you you put that up against the 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 drive to win the game last year by or last week by Huntley. Um, those are the two biggest drives of the season, without a doubt, and neither involve Lamar Jackson. Um, the ability to just run the football in that key spot because when Tyler Huntley gets hurt there, and we could talk about that a little bit. When Huntley gets hurt, you're looking at the clock, you're looking at the score, and you're like, how do we get this thing to zero? You know, how do we get this thing to double zero? And uh, you don't expect to score. At that point in the game, you kind of just think to yourself like, okay, it's 13, seven. How the hell do we get this thing home? Um, and the ability, just the fact that they were able to go out there, um, take the momentum of that block field goal by Clive Campbell and, and move the ball for almost eight minutes and put points on the board and make it a two score game. I mean, that's just so monster. It's just, it's the kind of stuff that can win you ugly football games and games in December and January and even February when, the weather's not so good and teams are struggling to put anything together offensively. If you can just run between the tackles and they know that's exactly what you're out there to do and they can't stop it. That's really tough for a football team to kind of swallow. Um, so yeah, Anthony Brown, like, I guess you give him credit. He handed the ball off pretty well. He made a couple of throws, a throw to uh, Demarcus Robinson, uh, throw to Mark Andrews and move the chains on that drive. But that drive is everything. And J.K. Dobbins and and Gus Edwards, we've known for, for two years, and we haven't been able to see the both of them in tandem hardly at all. But we know what they're capable of. And just to watch it in action is like, that was so sexual, that drive. It was so exactly what the doctor ordered. And we didn't even have Lamar Jackson or Tyler Huntley, and we were still able to do what we wanted to do. That mean that's great things. Those are that's something that looks great for the future. Um, with that said, like you, you're absolutely right, Mitch Trubisky. It's kind of like the story of his career. Couple bad throws that really just destroy him, just completely undo what I thought he. Otherwise, I thought he looked good. I thought he made some mm-hmm. really nice throws. The throws down the left sideline, a couple of them to to Pickens and and to Deontay Johnson. Like a couple of those were dimes. Some of them were really good throws where. Um, you know, Marlon Humphrey, his coverage was not terrible on on some on a couple of those um, where he was in a pretty good spot and he just kind of dropped it right in the bucket. Um, but he makes those inter- the the those mistakes and those are just I don't know how many linebackers are making many of those plays, particularly the PQ one. But the Roquan Smith one is a great play too. It's it's Trubisky not really seeing him coming across the other side with the other route, but. Um, it's it's still like just big time defensive plays when we need them. And we haven't necessarily had that a lot. And even late in the game there, when when they drove down the field and scored the touchdown to cut it to back to a one score game, it was kind of like roll your eyes, same old Ravens. But sure enough, the Ravens go out there offensively and get the first down they need and they just go win the game. So, um, yeah, rock fight kind of win. Um it's exciting. It's just like exactly what we needed here where we're kind of scuffling and looking ugly against some, some lesser teams and the Steelers, I still describe as a lesser team, but they've been scrappy. They've been staying in the fight and they're five and eight now after this loss. And 
you know, I don't think they're going anywhere. Like, you know, they're not going to postseason or anything, but there was a moment, a glimmer of hope for them as they put together a couple wins where they thought maybe they could make something of the season. And we might have just squashed their hopes today, which always feels awesome. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's, it's like kind of weird too, that this was the first matchup, you know, from, from the first time they played this year, right? That still yeah. haven't. Yeah. So again, they it's like, oh man, like, like it's, it's super late in the season. So yeah, I mean, again, for the Ravens to kind of, not that not that anyone was like, oh, you know, watch out for the Steelers team. But like you said, like they're still mathematically like they, they were in it. And it's like, all right, now now they're kind of done. And again, the way they did it, just running the ball down their throat. Like, you know, like, like and we knew going into the game, Huntley wasn't going to throw for 250, 300 yards and just dice him up. And, and you know, it was everything. If if they were going to pass the ball, it was going to be underneath. It was going to be a little check downs and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I don't think anyone thought the running game would, would be, the, you know, the, I don't think anyone thought JK Dobbins was going to average eight yards a carry. Like That's a really know. good defense over there. Really? Oh good. yeah. Yeah. Like it would TJ Watt, you know, was kind of questionable during the week. He ended up playing. Um, and again, I think it was huge for Stanley to be back too. And, and, you know, it's kind of like during the, during the week when he didn't get the injury designation, it's like, all right, maybe, you know, you can get something going now. Cause if it was no Lamar, no Stanley, then it's like, oh, now no Huntley. Like, ooh, you know, good good luck. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. again, it was, it was, it's a good one that, that that they were able to pull out. You know, again, Gus Edwards, 66 yards, too. So, I mean, this stat line reads like 2019-2020 stat line, 42 carries, 215 yards, 5.1 on the ground, forty along a 44, you know. Yeah, and this was a game, too, where the, the Steelers were favored going in. And we knew that the contextually the, the the deck was stacked against the Ravens with Lamar Jackson out. Um, and it felt like, yeah, we we knocked um Kenny Pickett out of the game early, but um that is nowhere near the type of handicap it is for us. I mean, mm. if if Kenny Pickett got hurt in practice this week and it was announced that Mitch Trubisky would be starting, the line does not move an inch. No. The Steelers are still favored by the two, two and a half. I think it moved to one and a half at one point before game time. Um, yeah. And then and we go into the game and and that happens there in the third quarter where, where Huntley goes out and you've got, I mean, Anthony Brown has, I, I can't even pretend to know how much he played or didn't play in the preseason or much of anything. I don't know if he's even dressed this season. I don't think he has. So no, for him so. to like, get a jersey today he must have been over the moon and nervous and like oh yeah i'm out there i got a jersey on i'm at you're warming up on you know at, on whatever it's called now at sure, Field. stadium whatever yeah, yeah. like what well, heinz is still on the tunnel the 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 banner but on the tunnel they, there it they took the so ketchup weird. bottle down without the ketchup bottles it looks like it looks so weird i don't like it at all like i like Nobody the ketchup bottles it. i think i've seen them i've seen them in person it was awesome but it's just weird without the ketchup bottles up there. Talk about just like just... a a decision that was universally panned. I don't know if anything has been just just doused the way that that was. But yeah, regardless, no, um, him him liked. just getting into the game, let alone like up against his own one yard line, stake to a thirteen seven lead with the way that the game was going is like, wow, just. Again, like he didn't necessarily do anything that stood out or like even won the game per se. He just kind of made the simple throws and and handed the ball off. But you're still you're still commanding a a huddle there. And I mm -hmm. 
this I've never thought to like look this closely, but I like I there were a lot of because it was such a clock chewing drive, and when you have a clock chewing drive like that, the broadcast will tend to kind of do that shot of the huddle as the team's huddled up and the clock is just mm-hmm. rolling. And so I'm paying attention, to like who's commanding the huddle and he's like, then they're commanding the huddle. But I also noticed like Mark Andrews was like, when a play was called, he was clapping his hands and sprinting out to his spot, wanting to make sure that he got to where he needed to be on the outside so that the team was set up and ready to take a snap. And I saw another play where he was kind of like, it looked like he yelled like something carnal, you know, like in the huddle, like mm-hmm. leadership type stuff. Um, I thought that was really cool to see. And um, it's stuff like that. Like you just have a football game where you, you, you can think about analytics and game planning and, and, you know, all those types of things, but you just throw it out the window in a game like this. It's just like, who's going to, who's going to be bigger. Who's going to be the bully out there. Who's going to be physical. Who's going to win. And that was a physical football game. We saw obviously the hit on Huntley with a train wreck, absolute train Mm -hmm. wreck. Hope he's okay. I I was, worried when when i saw that and it was it was bad it was loud it was bad it was yeah it could have been ankle could have been knees could have been you know concussion i guess that's what it turned out to maybe be um and then the thought that he was maybe going to come right back out there which seemed to be like the first report kind of was like wow like that's crazy like i can't believe he's maybe gonna be coming out there but um yeah it like the, I mean, the hit that Roquan put on Pickett was a was a tough I hit. Was, I was going to say that because originally, eighth of them, and then that's when they were like, again, that was a train wreck as well. So, yeah, and there were a couple plays too, where as our connection gets a little bit shaky here, um, a couple plays where Huntley was running out of bounds, and uh, what's his name, who used to be with the Jags, uh, uh, Miles, who's Jack. A, Miles Jack. We'll try to throw a helmet into him and and I mean Huntley demolished him and then a couple plays later, Kenyon Drake demolished him too. Similar plays on the sideline. I threw him out of the club. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys were getting physical out there. Heck, I think they flagged uh Matabike on that rough in the passer late against Trubisky, just simply because he hit him hard. Like he just mm-hmm. he just wrecked him. And so they were like, Wow, that was physical. I guess we're gonna we're going to throw roughing the passer, which is just, just a nonsense call in that position. Like, mm-hmm. and this is a bigger picture type of thing, but um, the broadcast at least acknowledged, like there were a couple holds on that quick drive that Trubisky had down the field to score that late touchdown where they just bit the flag, you know, they just didn't throw it. And uh, I mean, um, pro football talk was making a point about these, these pair of the Monday night and then th- Thursday night, these pair of like, two score comeback wins apparently have just been littered with holding calls on the, on the final two drives where they're just like, yeah, we're just not going to call it. Cause we're just like interested in making this an interesting game. It's seems to be a trend. So um, it wouldn't be a Raven Steelers game either. If, if both sides weren't probably complaining about officiating a little bit, cause it's Pretty just, much. they don't, you know, we want to watch football. And I think both sides really appreciate the physical, the physicality that comes with this rivalry. And when, when the stripes get involved and try to try to ease that ease that down a little bit and kind of make it less physical, like that's no fun for anybody. I mean, even with with the injuries and you know that kind of comes with the territory. Like we all just want to watch some good hard play football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously now the big story is is going to be the concussion for Huntley because the Ravens play on Saturday this this week. 
So the, the you know, if because I don't know if I did they say that he was diagnosed with a concussion or was he just out for protocol? I'm not really sure. I think it was it was just out parentheses head. Yeah. See, so like I see an hour ago, Jeff Zarebeck, Tyler Huntley is in protocol. Raven says questionable to return. And then Tyler Huntley has been ruled out for the game. So again, it's like, I don't know if it was officially a concussion, but that, you know, that's going to be tough because, because you got to think that, I mean, he's going to have to be cleared, you know, this week. And and if not, then it's, is it the Anthony Brown show? Is it the, um, the Brett, the Brett Huntley show, you know, like, so that's going to be where everyone's eyes, you know, what everyone's watching for this week. So the short yeah. week does not, does not help the Raven and it's Cleveland. Is that who it is? No, Cleveland, yeah, at Cleveland, um, Cleveland. It's a road game. Cleveland. So, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is one where you, of course you wait and see what's up with Huntley, but um, do you, do you just kind of go to your, your quarterback that's looking for a contract and, and get on your knees and say, Hey, like, I know that your your knee's not feeling so good, but like, can you just go out there and be, you know, be stationary even and just we run the you. offense? Like, yeah, like, do you dig deep here? Could be an opportunity for Lamar to prove, you know, prove more worth, or could be it could be a risky play by him. I don't know because nobody can really speak to that more than him because he knows how the knee is and where that's at and obviously the doctors and all that stuff, but uh, we'll let everybody else on Twitter to be the Twitter doctors there. But um, it like nothing would shock me. Then, if, if, out if, versus, I was going to say sending him out versus miles Garrett is kind of like, Ooh, that's yeah. It's risky. You know, that's a, that's a very scary proposition. It's, it's very, a, it's very, a very, very scary, scary proposition. So. I just don't know what, what kind of alternatives we might have if Huntley can't go. I think we're very comfortable with Huntley um, to kind of keep things together for in the short term. But um, yeah, uh, Anthony Brown, who knows Brett Huntley, like you said, who knows? I don't know if they, they, they might be on the phone right now. You know, like I'm trying to rack my brain right now for somebody who's just like (laughs) retired and just hanging out and not really doing Johnson got signed. <clears throat> Johnson signed to the 49ers last week. You know, I maybe saw they... that and when that, when I saw that happen, I was like, Oh, that would have been nice to have had, ha- had him kind of in the, in the organization, in the but yeah, but who knows? So it's just another thing to keep an eye on this week, but I, 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 I love what we're seeing from everybody coming back. I mean, Rodney Stanley was out there. Difference maker didn't have Kevin Zeitler today and ran the football. Great. Anyways, uh, Marcus Williams got his interception. That was kind of one that or, uh, Trubisky kind of handed to him. But um, so he he made a big play. J.K. Dobbins obviously looking good. Um, so who knows? Who knows? It's another – it wouldn't be December in Baltimore if we just had complete lack of, you know, ever just who knows what the fuck's going to happen. It's just a week-to-week thing. It seems so much like last year, but today we made the plays to win the game, and last year – we were a play away every time. So yeah, yeah big, big win. Nine, four, nine, four on top of the division. Um, I think that's going to be about it for this, this wrap up podcast. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little more with Taylor this week as we keep an eye on the injury reports. I think it'll be a Tuesday night podcast for a Wednesday release um, for a big time Saturday game in Cleveland, but nine and four on top of the division, the Bengals, 
they keep the keep the position there tied with the Ravens, but we had the tiebreaker. So um, we're just going to hold our breath and hope for the best with the quarterback situation. So any last thoughts there, Eric? No, again, like you said, short week, you know, injury report is going to be on everyone's mind. I'm sure the radio callers are going to be something special. The Twitter fingers are going to be, are going to be going and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll go over it more on Tuesday. Yeah. Pray for Tyler Huntley. That's it. That's all we have for the, Exit 52 podcast recap of a 16-14 Ravens win over the Steelers in Pittsburgh. This is the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.